0: On the skeptic thing which is what we're going to tap on right now, episode 15 so clear your money programs and this is about people who want to make more money and this could be used for any goal you want to achieve that you think that people around you would not be behind and be skeptical about as well and so usually when we grow up around this kind of stuff those are patterns that we also absorb and become our own they become, you know, what runs in the background of our mind, the unconscious. And that's what determines what we have in our reality every day. Because five percent of what we experience is created by the will, you know, the logical side of us, the part that is conscious. But ninety five percent is created by those patterns. So if you really want to create a new life, then you have to learn to access those parts of your brain and to bring them on board in whatever it is you want to achieve especially if what you want to achieve goes against their pattern, their belief system, because the belief system is ingrained in childhood usually and then all our experiences in our life go to prove that that belief system is true just like for me, so for me my real core of the issue was that well, my mom was crying when she was pregnant that she didn't have the money to have me. So I have guilt associated with my big-time guilt. But the real issue that is keeping me right now today, very, very in that position, is a part of me is really scared because of the pedo and because of the how crappy they all became when they started making money. And because uh, of what I saw with the crazy people and the incest that was going on. So those were the two things that really, when, and that's why I keep reverting back to my childhood and dreaming about that time and about them. So I don't get a lot of specifics when I have those dreams and when I wake up. I usually don't have the whole dream and it's on purpose because our mind is trying to protect us, I believe. Because, obviously, you know, it's just traumatic. That's what it comes down to. But the more I'm doing this work, the more that stuff keeps coming up. So what's going to happen eventually, I've seen over and over in other stuff I've tapped on when it comes to my own issues, is that eventually it's just going to, you know, come up. And it's not really that dangerous because when you tap, you just are chilling, you know, that part of you. And so... What's really going on is that when you are trying to achieve something new in your life, and it's kind of perfect that Mokizi came back in there, because when you try to move continents and do something so different, and you know, you must have people around you that will say, "Oh, you can't do it. You're not gonna achieve it. It's gonna take forever." Or, you know, lots of people may around you may have. Uh, had difficulty with it or you know encountered uh, ways that they couldn't do it it could be all kinds of things right and so all these things going to our unconscious and our unconscious that is trying to keep us alive that is already filled with a lot of this bullshit buys it right without really looking at it at some point especially if it comes from family and friends and you sort of like accept it like drinking the kool-aid without realizing it, you're doing it, and that's because you're unconscious, does a lot of this sound on your behalf to keep you safe and sound. Because there's all this stuff that your conscious mind is not aware of in the day-to-day, and your unconscious is, and that's how we can actually feel the field and know when shit is coming our way, some of us and get the fuck out of the way, that's why the animals also usually are never around when a tsunami is coming, because they know well before. And we are like the animals, we can also know, but when we're not listening in, because we're triggered, then we don't. And most of us are being pushed in a situation where we are not listening in, because that's how it goes. So those of us who do listen in, then the people are like, are you fucking crazy? And then they go, how did you know? (laughs) Well, you could have known too, it's just you don't know how to be tuned into yet, because we have been all manipulated not to, that's all. And we can all go back into that state, because when we are triggered, we all go back to that state. So when you start tapping, that takes care of the problem. So if you're trying to manifest a new life, make sure that you notice that whatever you're trying to bring in your life, if it goes against your belief system, and you may not be aware of whatever is truly your belief system. because. Some things we realize, but some things are our blind spot. So I just like to tap whatever I want to bring in my life, I just tap on it. So when I visualize it, if I have blockages and they come up, I'm already tapping and they get knocked out how they do it. I like efficiency in things myself. I like to use time in the best way I can because I already take forever to perform certain things. So, I appreciate when I can, you know, I, I, I'm lazy in the sense that I don't like to work if it's not necessary. I'd rather go and play with my lab kit, you know, <laughs> for my lab dog that I don't have anymore, but, you know, my other two dogs, they left me right now. She went on the, on the floor, actually. So... Well, gonna tap on that. I think uh, that was a great thing, but I need to go to the loo. And yes, it's sad, but I do. So I'm gonna go do that. If you need to go to the loo, go now. I'll literally be a second. I will wash my hands. Yes, and then um, we can drink some water and we can start doing this daily routine. And it's it's pretty pointed. Uh, so just so you know, they're very short, but they can really trigger some reaction. They surely are triggering. Reactions in me, so just wanna say, just wanna say, yeah, this is not easy for me, <laughs> but I am sticking to it. <laughs> Alright, give me a second, I'll be back. No, you're not gonna hear me tinkle. <laughs> Although, I honestly don't give a shit, it's just, I don't think it's allowed. turning my thumb on, on that side so that's okay, I wasn't seeing anything much, I was seeing I had to put castor oil on my hands and it was um, you know absorbing, and it's good getting it off the closing and stuff is not easy so 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 start tapping on your correction point take full responsibility for your own well-being, remember this is not medical advice, nor therapy, it's intended as entertainment use only, so do what you wish with this content, but we're not responsible for whatever happens. (laughs) This is the disclaimer once again. That's why everybody says that, it's because, you know, the men fake-made law is made to screw over people who can help and to push Stuff that you know they approved, and that's okay. I never was interested anyway in being kind of like healing where they push stuff on others. I think people should always take their own responsibility, and children, then their parents are responsible for them, their guardians, so someone else is still responsible to use stuff that can be imposed on others I don't believe in that myself so I am touching my point by the way so you can start tapping if you want to guys so start focusing on a goal that you like write it down put a side level And think about if you have anybody skeptical about it or what kind of thoughts come up for you. And write it down, write your subjective unit of distress, sub level. So just tune into it, that's why I'm giving a little time there. Tune into it. And listen to all the songs that come up like, yeah, whatever, you're never gonna make it, it's not possible. And then Let's go. <sighs> Jumping into tapping there they are so skeptical So what is missing of my goals And I'm trying so hard to stay open And believe I can earn more And believe I can earn way more But people around me, they don't believe it. They're dismissive. They're skeptical. They think I'm naive or crazy. (sighs) Or they're afraid I'm going to get hurt and disappointed and fall apart. Or they just look at me like I'm an alien. Because they don't set their sight that high. And it's hard enough for me to believe in myself. And I really want this goal. And I really believe it's possible. So I'm just going to let go of their negativity. all of their limiting beliefs and I'm way over here in my energy seeing and hearing all of their skepticism all of their limitation all of their fears that are getting triggered and I'm over here in my energy all of their negativity all of their doubt that comes from their life and their family and their worry I'm just going to honor them and all the ways they trigger me and let them be way over there With their beliefs. And their life. With their hopes and dreams. I'm just going to be over here with uh, my hopes and dreams. I'm going to let them be over there. With their fears and disappointment. And I'm going to be over here. honoring and dealing with My fears and disappointment. That's enough to deal with. And as I let them go, further and further away, I'm blessed now. And I bless them. And I come back with the focus and peace and energy and power. I said peace, not peace. (laughs) And anything that I can master in the moment on my goals to learn more. Earning more money. Yes, it's possible. Yes, I can do it. Yes, miracles will unfold to help me. Yes, it's possible. Yes, it's on its way to me. Yes, I can earn one way. And I'm totally open and saying yes to that. Take a deep breath. So, you can use this with yourself, with the own part that is skeptical about this as well. You can use this for any other thing that is triggering and people are skeptical on. It's not just for money. But this is kind of like the procedure that she uses, and it works because um, the reason why I say it works is because I can tell that this. Doing all this work is like moving stuff and moving stuff and moving stuff, and memories are coming up. And that would not be happening if this stuff wasn't doing what's meant to be, which is it's moving out this old pattern and it's shaking out the unconscious. So the unconscious has been reached, the message has been received yes, loud and clear. There has been a reaction, you know, it's happening. That's how you know. So that's why also, you know, you'll see your therapist, if you go to a therapist, they do it, everybody does it. They test what's going on, right? Because nobody has a magic wand. It's kind of like when you do marketing, they don't have a magic wand. These people don't know what people are gonna like. They do test, right? And on the market, and so it's the same thing. So it's very much uh, something that we can learn and we can absolutely apply. And um, I suggest you go and watch all these videos and you go and listen to all she has to say And watch them more than once while you tap Even if she's not tapping you can still listen and tap along, And you will see amazing stuff happening in your life And sure, I don't have shit ton of money yet It's true, it's also true that money is not really worth that much So (laughs) if I really was to choose I would choose a mine or two in the right country. (laughs) Or, you know, a food, uh, something. I would choose something different. I would necessarily not choose money. (laughs) I would choose something that can make me money all the time. Yeah, that I would go for. So, yeah. I just want to say, try this stuff out and keep tapping on it. Because the other thing she's saying is if you get triggered by the skeptics around you is because it's a part of you is agreeing with them. Because the only way words can trigger us is if a part of us agrees with the words that are being said. So other people don't piss us off. We get pissed because a part of us agrees with it and another part doesn't. And that's the truth. So we can say that I would have it. Oh, that pisses me off! But in reality, when you say that, you are putting the power in them, not in yourself, and that's the first step. That places you as a sheep, and a wolf will come and get you. So, don't choose to be a sheep. The sheep are very nice animals, but not when they're human form. I call them sleepwalk. I don't like to offend animals. (laughs) You can keep tapping and you can check in yourself. How you feel now also. You know? I'm just... to themselves for a bit how does that feel after the time you know because the thing that she was saying how you know you have your space they you have their space it's very important a lot of us are not used to that especially if we grew up learning that our needs weren't important and all that having boundaries is not something that people who went through trauma or even people who are on the spectrum have problems with boundaries because it's very very similar what they go through with people who have PTSD. And so, you know, that's also why I didn't really think ever I was really on the spectrum because all the things I had could have easily come just from PTSD. And so at that point, it's really kind of like indistinguishable at some point. It's like pointless oh to try cuz it's like what's the difference? You're having pretty much the same problems in reality, but The difference is that one can be uh, easily, you know, you can get over it and move on, while when you are also on the spectrum, you're actually wired differently. And so, um, I've always been sensitive to light. I was born in this way. So, it was a combination of factors in my life. And that's why it took me more to realize for sure, holy fuck, no, I also have this. There's no fucking doubt about it. And... And then, you know, even a lot of these people talk about should you get diagnosed or not, there are pros and cons, right? Whether you choose to be diagnosed uh, by, a, a, you know, a pharma professional or not, right? So, I am a pretty independent person and I've always been used to kind of... I always wanted to make my money. I've, I've seen my mom and all the women in my life suffer and being abused because they had to depend on a man. And even when they were working, they were still abused by a man. So I don't really... I never wanted to be married and to be dependent on someone else for that reason. Like, a part of me never wanted that. And so it never happened in the end. And, um, you know, I always... I've tried to be independent, but I always struggled because I... After working with the family you know and all of a sudden in the middle of 35 years old you find yourself you know that you gave all your life to the family and their business and what they wanted to do and then you realize yeah your dad died and with him died everything else because my mom couldn't care less about the business like for her it was because of him, that she did it, and because we had to do something. My brother, again, he never gave a shit about it. In fact, he fought it until my dad died, and then he tried to get the recipes, because then, all of a sudden, he had people who were interested in doing business with these recipes. Like, when he was alive, he never helped him, but now he's dead. Uh, I'm sorry, fuck off. (laughs) That was my answer, and I still stand by it, because my dad's dream was to fucking have his gelato and stuff, you know, to go everywhere, and I tried my best to help him, but then he got sick, and when he started, when he, we started getting the orders, and we could have finally got into production, because that's where you make the money, and I understood that, because I'm not an idiot, and I learned business on in real life, <laughs> and when I took a few business courses, I was acing all of them, because I have the mind for it, but... In the same time, I'm not someone who likes to profit from other people when they're not also benefiting. I like real business, which is, in my mind, where everybody's benefiting. And this um, system of, you know, doing business in the monetary system is set up to have losers and winners. So I'm sorry, you know, I, I never wanted to play much in that. But then over time, what made me, you know see and made my unconscious see that this was not completely reasonable was that the truth of the matter is when you don't have a lot of means you can help a lot, but you cannot help with means and sometimes having the means makes a whole lot of difference and so why should we limit ourselves because the, the system is broken and it doesn't depend on us but we can still take advantage of something and make it work for us, and then still change it in the end. So we can take advantage until it's changed. And so I started working with those parts of me that were, no, it's not gonna happen. Man. Fuck you. I'm not listening. You're not in my mind right now. <laughs> That's how it was. It was every fucking time, again. So, you know when you have that kind of flashback and not flashback sorry pushback and then flashbacks you know that there isn't much more you know going on there and the tapping is what really changed everything for the better where i couldn't stop eating crap when i was triggered if i had it around i would eat it so i wouldn't buy it that's how i avoid it um Everything. Like, in my life, everything was so much harder. And all of these people talk about all these challenges this women have had, and how they would melt down. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> that really helped me to, like, basically take my guilt that I still had, like, that part of me inside, you know, playing a child, was really still guilty me about that. You're so weak you know, because that's the shit my mom was saying that's the shit that my mom was always saying how her pain was bigger than mine oh yeah, well, my life you know, and the whole family was always like that, oh we were the lucky ones we were always the lucky ones yeah, if you compare it to what my grandma had I can say yeah no fucking, no doubt we were the lucky ones I mean, my mom herself we were the lucky ones They took out her tonsils without anesthesia, guys. I'm not joking. And then they had to do it again because she was yelling so much from the pain that they couldn't do the job right because my grandparents were scared that she would die because they can kill you when they give you the wrong anesthesia. And someone just died not before, and so they were scared and they they made her go through that. I get it. Yeah, my life way better, absolutely. But <laughs> when you compare and you tell your child that kind of stuff, you create this um, layer of guilt and anger inside of them. It's, it creates dissociation, and that's where you know the two parts are not agreeing on something, and so that's where the discomfort comes from, and then you go in a loop of these trauma loops. And just to explain it very simply, basically, but uh, I'm probably using all the wrong terminology, but you get the picture, and so, you know, it's it's abuse, the formal abuse, and narcissistic people do that with their children a lot, and they make them feel like, you know, whatever they're going through, their needs are not important. Well, a child is very much narcissistic in nature because they don't have the means to not be narcissistic. And so it's survival mode. And when an autistic person has, you know, those, anybody who has these kind of patterns, you know, they go in patterns where they have these behaviors and people find out and they have these overreactions to things sometimes. And I've had this my whole life where some things, you know, just really trigger me, right? And then my mom go, oh, don't be such a baby. These women were talking about how that actually hurts the person who's going through this because they're not doing it because they're such babies. It's because their nervous system is so that you cannot deal with it in a better way. Well, I can tell you that the tapping and changing my diet have been a huge game changer for the best. And again, this whole time... I didn't even consider that I was on the spectrum like this woman. But everything they talk about is like, holy fuck, yeah, tick, tick, tick. And I've been through a lot of the stuff they talk about, so much of it, that I was stunned, actually. And I just chalked it all up. For me, it was it oh, you're just fucked up because you went through so much trauma. So in the end, it's always, about well, you being fucked up. And there's that part of you that is telling you that effectively. And I realized that, but I couldn't stop it. But this explains so many things. I was like, Oh my god, man, this makes sense! And look how many people are going through those things, and most of them don't know about DFT techniques. That's what hit me even harder. Yeah. So, share this with people if you can because it's free, they can do it themselves whenever they need to, and they're really helping people <clears throat> getting a better life, you know. And sometimes, for you, maybe, helping one person may look like nothing, but for them, that person makes a big difference, you know, so, don't be shy about this stuff, you're giving them a huge gift when you show them these things, and they may look, you know, surprised, but make it about yourself, tell them, you know, this helps me a lot, so I'm doing it right now because I see, you know, maybe you're worried or whatever, and... When I'm around people who are worried, I also get worried, so this helps me not get worried so I can actually be present for you and allow you to be worried while I keep my shit together, yeah? Make it about yourself, Word it in a way that you prefer, and as you do it, they're going to watch you, and as they see that you're not getting triggered, their unconscious is going to start seeing in real time that, oh, this works. And this all happens naturally, unconsciously, without you having to do anything else. So it's a service that we're providing others when we tap in front of them. And we use these techniques each and every time. It's appropriate to do so, which is all the time. So if you're trying to bring your dreams into reality, start tapping on them. And you will see magic happen. The real kind of magic that this universe was meant to have. Just so you know, this is not dark magic. I never once in my life have cursed and have performed any form of dark magic or anything like that. I don't believe in that stuff. Um, Not that it doesn't work. I don't believe in using that kind of stuff. And I know that it pales in strength in comparison to what we can do naturally when we're aligned with our higher selves and when we actually follow the real natural law that was meant for this world. So, never in my life will I ever do those things willingly and choosing to, because I know that's just karma. And why would you choose to do stuff that is, anyway, it's baby stuff in comparison to what we have been created to do? And this is a reality. And this is not being arrogant this is the truth because we can all be that but not when we're living in a state of constant fear, constant worry constant survival constant pain and a, a constant fear of lack which is exactly the opposite that our natural being and we've all lived in that way I mean, I am proof of it because, fuck, I lack a lot of material stuff that I could have used and it's not that I don't have much compared to those who really don't have anything. So, it's the sense of lack we have inside of us that keeps bringing that lack around. And I understand this on a logical level. But my unconscious does everything to stop the process. Everything. Including, oh, I'm going to distract you with this and that and this and that and this and that. Constantly. It doesn't want to do it's here so find your own block and work on it just work on it circle around as long as you need to because eventually soon enough before you think it's going to be gone and if you have desires and you don't have any blockages that you consciously think about and stuff just go directly into whatever it is you want to bring in this world and I guarantee you if you have blockages they'll come up and if you're tapping, you're gonna knock them out in that time. So it's a very good way to manifest. Start with tapping. I keep doing it. I'm massaging myself. I'm massaging my hands right now. I'm always doing something, so I learn to soothe myself in ways that can help my body be stimulated. And this is one of the points that hurts me, so that bother me, so I often go in there and, you know, give it a good rub while I chit-chat. Also, it helps me to, you know, just relax more, because when I massage certain parts on my hands, they reflect in the back where I can't reach, and so they also relax and I can feel it. really kind of so soothing. I'm going to sleep basically. I put myself to sleep sometimes, yes. It's true, it's true. I learned to do the hands in the reflexology. I first learned the feet, but then I learned the hands because while I will massage my feet, usually when I massage my feet, I want to wash my hands after and I can't really do it when I'm doing other stuff. Mm -hmm. So my hands also were more accessible and so I learned both. But I'm more versed in the feet uh, in certain ways because I did more feet than hands in practice. So, well, on other people, I mean. But I did my hands many times. So, yeah, I opted into my hands. Like, I like that, hands. Yeah, I am so dirty the way I speak. Always, what can I say? <laughs> Double and tundra. It's my second name, guys. Yeah, I'm so dirty. It's funny because I'm such a joker and when I was younger, all these guys were always claiming that I was flirting with them and I'm like no, I'm just joking, I don't want to sleep with you, I promise you. I was like, whoa. (laughs) And then when I got older, I learned, I'm like, oh boy, poor bastards, like, I wasn't flirting with them, but they just wanted to see that, you know, what's the case, it was just funny. I just like to joke a lot, but they take it as flirting. Imagine if I also was a bimbo and I dressed up like a bimbo. Poor man, <laughs> it would have been a horrible experience, my dad would have literally flipped out. When we had the ice cream shop in Italy, he bought this ice cream shop, it was the top gelato place in Italy, he was the president of the association in Italy, and this guy was so well known, he was, you know, those famous guys they have in the U.S. for traveling, I forget the name, and anyway, so people were coming there on purpose, you know, on their travels to see this place and taste the gelato that was so amazing. <laughs> it was pretty funny. And um uh, <laughs> I forgot what I was saying now because now I'm thinking about the gelato, and I'm like, oh man, I miss that gelato. <laughs> Damn it! Why does my mind have to work in a sieve? It's because I'm relaxing now, finally. Oh, this guy, man. He, he was such a character, though, also. Like, there's so much to say about this man. He was a genius. He couldn't even, like, really write properly and stuff because back then, in those times, it was a privilege to go to school and learn. And he was such a genius because he came up with all these recipes and stuff. Boy, did this stuff taste delicious. Like, you would go to a different world. Until you've eaten stuff like that, you don't know what gelato is is really about you know, and his sorbets were like, oh, to die for, and then my dad sweeps in, and he sweeps in with all his maths and all his equation, and he balanced all the recipes, because my dad never drank, he was a smoker, but he wasn't like a heavy, heavy smoker, but he never drank, and so his palate was pretty clean, while the other guy like, heavy drinker, heavy smoker, heavy everything, right, and he also liked to go to the, with the women, you know, he liked to have some fun. So one time he tried to bring my dad, after a long shift at work, to the strip club, and my dad had fallen asleep in the back of the car, and he wakes up and he goes, where are we? And the other dude goes, we're in heaven, and my dad looks at him and flips and goes, you're better going to fucking take me home now, because I ain't going in there. He was so mad. <laughs> my dad was such a prude in that way. I did catch him So doing some stuff, some t- not doing, but watching stuff you shouldn't have, but, um, that's normal, I can of expect it, <laughs> it's because, you know, the, it was the time when the internet just came out, so everybody was kind. I think he had people around who also had those dirty magazines, you know, that they liked so much, so I did catch him, or, you know, when I was 13, we were in France, and we were in the Brittany coast, and, um, it was, I think that's what called in English. And it was in the top part on the coast. And we were at the beach. And there was this woman sunbathing. And she was completely naked. It was near this beach. And, you know, my dad had the binoculars, right? And he was looking at the scenery. And he, he keeps looking in this place. And he doesn't move. And I'm like, Dad, what are you looking at? So he gave me the thing. And I looked. And I'm like, I looked and Dad, you're so
1: dirty. It was like
0: for 10 minutes on this chick, man, and I was like, you freaking pig, your wife is right there. So I made jokes with him about that. Yes, it was very really inappropriate for most people, I think. They would be like, oh, such an appropriate humor. But it really made me laugh, because obviously they're human beings, right? They're going to look. It's, it's We all look. There's nothing bad about it. But they make such a, a big deal about looking, but... What was funny is that he was trying to hide it. I'm like, you're not gonna hide that shit from me. I could see it a million miles before. You know, it's just I was only 13, so I was very innocent. So <laughs> that innocence went away. Don't worry, don't worry. Time, time always breaks the innocence. <laughs> what was that movie? The Age of the Innocence? I forget. The Age of Innocence? I think it was called. I forget the movie. I I watched it a long, long time ago it was, so, was funny. So, tap on yourself, and funny stories aside, and, you know, all that stuff aside, good gelato, mm. don't worry. If I don't die before, we will put together uh, a vegan gelato shop, and with shortbread cookies that's for my mom, but then my dad started making I've always wanted to do that as well, I just, you know, it's 15 years, he's gone, and, I don't know, I may have to wait a couple years more, it's just really hard to work on that stuff because that was his dream, and when he died, I really felt like, what the fuck, like, it was starting to go, finally, you know, and, and then, My brother, who never wanted to help and who did everything to put problems in between, when he was gone and, you know, we wanted to do this, and it really kind of brings up a lot of the memories for me. And the bittersweet that I was trying to help my dad as much as I can, and we were finally starting to see success. But then he died, you know? It's really kind of like a loop there that I have. So I have that thing that I also want to set up. I do have big dreams, but I am always surrounded by skeptics and people who are lazy and people who don't want to work together. Because even when I started doing the cleaning 15 years ago, we still—it was a bit late to get in that game, but we were still, we would have still be able to make money and actually create a really good company if I had the help and people working together. I knew the how and I knew all the important stuff. If they just came in and did the other part that I had problems with, we would have had, we would have been set just with that. And unlike an ice cream shop, the overhead costs very minimal. This shit, they teach in Harvard School, and that's what pisses me off, is that I had a vision, I saw it, I saw the opportunity, I just didn't have a team to help me with it, and I could not do it by myself. And, you know, the people who prevented me from going to school and learning, and being independent are the same people who put me in this position and who then blame me for it. So I know how it feels to feel trapped and to be in a very bad, you know, loop and feeling really upset about it and lost and all that. But I also know how to work on all the other issues I've had. So this stuff is possible to get over. It's just these people can help you do it faster and, you know, get to what you want to do faster. So if you can, go to them and get help. If you can't, well, stick around. We're gonna get there anyway. It's just, I'm probably gonna take a little longer <laughs> than if I was to work with one of them. But trust me, my finish line doesn't look like I'm mm-hmm. living in a ship or sharing my place with people who don't like me and who think I'm a parasite or worse. Who don't care about the fact that you know being on the spectrum does create issues. And the truth is, yeah, I can integrate and you know absolutely become some other person, but I'll always be wired differently. It's a fact, and it's not easy in this world the way it is right now. So until it changes, it's always going to be a little different. And it's a lot easier when people care about you and when you feel the love around you and not resentment and people looking at you like you're nothing but a problem. And when it comes for your own family, it really devastates you. So a lot of people have gone through this kind of stuff and feel this. And if you do, you have my sympathy. You do. But you know what? You can use stopping. And you will when you're ready. And you can come around. There are people here who will not throw you a pity party, but who will surely be there and tap along with you. Yeah? Because so that's what helps. So, with all the limits that we all have, some of us have a good heart, some of us put our mouths where our money is, and we lead the way, showing you how fucking hard it is to work through this shit. You know? And as I say, yeah, I have that thing inside of me that is like, oh yeah, I wanna have a pity party. And their child is like, poor me. (laughs) And my other side is like, not really, you're so lucky with me on your side. Just chill out. Chill out. We'll get there. But I do have a lot of dreams and I've always had a lot of dreams. They just all died when I had the abortion. That for me was, the abortion for me was, you know, almost the last coughing and then when my dad, my grandma died, I had the abortion. I died, uh, I died, <laughs> yeah I died inside, literally a part of me died inside, I came directly from my inside, <laughs> I died, it's true, I was basically you, then my dad died, and I started, I was just waiting to die at that point, point. and my dog died 9 months later, and at that point I really looked up and said, God, F you, what the F are you doing? That was my, I just, I was, it was horrible. And, yeah, everything I gave a shit about and I gave up my whole life for, died on me, pretty much. And all the dreams and hopes with it. And then I spent five years waiting to die and just basically scrambling through. And then when I hit 40, I started tapping and then I went vegan, and my life started to change, for the better. So, I know how it feels to be in the shit for a long time, and I was working long hours, living off of nothing, living with people who hated me, and just, you know, they basically were just nice to me because they wanted to have sex with me, and they didn't give a shit about me. And, you know, yeah, I pity really, really good looking women, because fuck, I, I saw how people treated me, and I was half decent looking. If if you're really good looking, wow, that's like gazillion times more. No thanks. <laughs> so yeah, it wasn't exactly a fun fun time, but when you compare it to people with needs war, it's a great life, isn't it? So that doesn't help you though. And this kind of thinking will keep you stuck because that creates a sense of guilt and that goes along with what narcissistic people do. That, you know, they say, oh, well, your hurt is not important because there's so much worse out there. It's not true. If it's hurting you, even if it's a broken nail, it's still something that is hurting you. So, tack on it. Take the time. It's your time. It's your health. And that's all that matters. And others, whatever, everybody's entitled to their pain, right? So shouldn't let other people, you know, dictate. It's true that breaking a nail is not as bad, and hard to get over has, um, you know, decades of abuse, but I have had three times the experience of breaking my nail halfway, and it hurts a lot, so yeah, that's why I often make that joke, because it is not as bad, but it's definitely painful, so do take care of yourselves, and do not allow other people to belittle you usually it's them belittling you because they belittled themselves and someone did that to them before. So tap on it. Tapping is a great equalizer and it's a superpower. What can I say? Some of us just share it with you over and over. Eventually you listen. <laughs> it's just, you know, it just just shut us up. You will listen. Just shut up or about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We could be sharing worse things. So, we're gonna do the next one later. This is, we did just number 15 now. Take a break, go chill, go ponder about stuff, uh, eat something, drink, whatever. We're gonna come back in a little bit and do some more. I will try and stick to the same, but sometimes stuff comes up, so you know, I can't control it. But we're gonna do one more at least. but we'll see where we're at so we're gonna add some time stop the video here